Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Hey, I finally watched 2022's Black Adam. Let's talk about it. Spoiler-free for the most part. Black Adam came out in October of 2022 and was one of the most overhyped movies of the year. Anything with Dwayne Johnson's going to get overhyped. Um... I've mentioned it many times. I grew up a Marvel fan, not really caring about Marvel and DC, just knowing that I like these characters better than those characters. All my friends were Batman, Superman fans, and I was Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Master of Kung Fu, Iron Fist, and that kind of stuff. Anyway, this was not something I knew a lot about, but I did because of all the hype and all the interviews and how long, how many years it took him to get this to the screen. Dwayne Johnson really wanted to play this role. And it turns out there's a great story when he tried up for a uniform fitting. They gave him one of those puffy suits they give everybody. And he's like, no, I'll just work out more. Yeah, give me a tight fitting suit. Don't give me the puffy thing. Uh, Aldous Hodge, Sarah Sahi, and Pierce Brosnan, one of my favorite characters in the movie, and a few others. This suffered from the same thing that a lot of DC movies of late suffer with me, too much in there. It was just, it's a two-hour movie that's just stuffed full you could have done the entire Black Adam storyline and not even brought in the Justice Society, and that could have filled up two hours, or an hour and a half at least. And then you bring in the Justice Society story, which in itself could have been an hour, hour and a half, two-hour movie all by itself. And so they've forced these two movies, these two scripts together, I guess. They're introducing a whole bunch of characters that I wasn't familiar with. I know Hawkman, but I didn't. Adam Smasher and Dr. Fate seemed like Dr. Strange to me. I don't know. I, you know, like, again... Didn't read a whole lot of DC growing up, so this was all new to me. Now, all that being said, I thought this was a fine superhero movie. I really did. They spent a lot of money on it. Budget was somewhere between 190 and 260 million. Only made 393 million. So with marketing costs and everything, they considered it a flop because it barely made its money back, which is sad. I'm for Dwayne Johnson. Everything he makes makes money. Um, I was one of those people that didn't think the Jumanji movies would be very good, and both of those are really good. So anyway. Um but I waited till the 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 hype died down and the reviews and the hate and the love and all of that. And so I just watched it on a Saturday and went, you know what? It's not bad. It really wasn't. Um, my biggest complaints are too many storylines going on at the same time. We didn't really need all that. Um, by the time they, and I don't want to give into spoilers, but by the time we figure out who Black Adam is and, and what we're going to do with him and he kind of decides to put himself on ice, we need him. And so 10 minutes later, we have to pull him out of ice. And anyway, there's a lot in me watching the movie. It was like, wow, they could have done so much more with a second one of these. You know what I mean? I guess they were afraid to do just another origin story. We're not seeing a whole lot of origin stories anymore because we've kind of seen just about every way you can have an origin story for a superhero. I'm sure even Blade's going to kind of, kind of skip over it because we all kind of know maybe be brief scene flashback or something. But I could have used more information about the Justice Society, something I was unfamiliar with. I could have used more information on Hawkman. Took me a while to realize all of his stuff is alien tech. Well, where did he get it? What's the details behind that? Uh, Dr. Fate, his helmet's alien tech. Where'd that come from? Um, I don't know. For me, not being a fan. And again, even if Marvel was doing this, I'd probably have to go... Like, I don't know much about the scrolls. That was something that came along later in the Marvel Universe after I wasn't reading it anymore. So that's, you know, in the Marvel Universe, I go, well, what are those? I have to, I had to look them up. So anyway, I don't have the built-in DC knowledge like I have built-in Marvel knowledge. And in that aspect, I wasn't offended by anything they did with the characters. I thought 
Dwayne Johnson playing this kind of deadpan, I'm bad, I don't even have to think, I'm so bad, I just don't even have to think about it. You're, you're funny for even trying to hit me kind of guy. Um, I had a good sense of humor, and I, I, I liked his fish out of water thing he did for most of the movie. Um, I, w- I would like to see this kind of continue him character in that role, you know, because he would be, they could mine it for some good drama and some comic relief because he is so deadpan and so kind of fish out of water because he's been on ice for a couple thousand years and that kind of thing. The director, Jean-Colette uh, Serra, has directed some hit or miss movies. He directed a couple that I really like, um, directed a couple Liam Neeson movies, and he's just kind of been hit or miss. And the three writers, two of them worked on a, a one movie that got an Academy Award nomination for Best Foreign Film and another guy who wrote some TV shows. I don't know why you hand um, $190 to $260 million to that group of people. <laughs> they don't have anywhere near the history, the, I don't know. Maybe they're doing like Marvel and let's just hire some good directors and see what they do with the material. But I don't know. You're spending almost $300 million on a movie, $250 million. Do you trust it to go, well, let's see what these guys can do? <laughs> You know, you don't give them the nicest car on the lot if somebody wants to take it for a test drive. I don't... <laughs> anyway, there was a lot of money on this writing, and I guess with, with the James Gunn becoming the head of DC, then the fact that this underperformed and all that, it's not going to go forward from what we can tell. That mid credit scene, no spoilers, but wow, that could have been great. Um, I like that we got cameos from Amanda Waller and a few of the other characters from some of the other DC things. That was cool. Um, that we got to see the the version of the penitentiary like Marvel has out in the ocean, out in the ice, whatever, you know, buried underneath, and it's all high-tech and everything for these super, super bad guys. That was kind of cool to see. There were some really good things in the movie, but overall I ended the movie with a, well, you know, if it came out a few years ago, we'd probably go, that was great. These days, with all the great superhero movies we have, this one kind of falls somewhere in the middle. wasn't terrible and wasn't fantastic. I didn't think I had wasted the time. I'm not running out to buy a copy to rewatch it either. I thought it was fine. I might pick up a copy on Black Friday if it's really, really cheap. Um, it was a good picture, good Dolby Atmos surround sound for people that are into that. I watched a Blu-ray, not a 4K. Um, it was a Redbox rental for free. Um, but the Dolby Atmos soundtrack was actually fairly active in places. The the uh, the Dr. Fate stuff, his voice emanates from all the speakers. But it wasn't as active as some of the mix. It, it definitely wasn't... Um, I'm trying to think of one that really blew me away recently. Well, let's say um, uh, Heavy Metal. That was one from Sony that was just an incredible mix from uh, something I didn't expect from the soundtrack. This is a much more recent movie. It should have blown me away. Had some good bass response and some decent surround sound. It just didn't take advantage of the Atmos as much as I thought it could have. Overall, I have to give the movie a thumbs up if you're in the movie in the mood for a superhero movie that stars Dwayne Johnson. If you're not... That description, that's really all you need because that's what it is. It's, it's a, and it's a, a leaning R-rated. It's not R-rated, but it's pretty dark. Um, anyway, I'm, I enjoy the time. Like I said, the best review I can give it is I enjoy the time, but I'm not running out to buy it. So it'd be worth a rental or a stream if you can. It's free on uh, HBO Max if you still have that. Um, we just have terrible streaming here, so I had to pick up a disc. All in all, I wasn't as disappointed. I guess when you go in with a low bar, it doesn't take much to clear it. I thought uh, Dwayne Johnson was great. I thought Pierce Brosnan was awesome. He was my favorite part of the movie, and Hawkman was pretty good, too. So it's available now. Black Adam, if you haven't seen it, uh, I'd give it a half recommendation there. 
Scott Hamilton Rockfile. A lot of podcasts on the way. Uh, fixing some technical problems at home, so this was recorded at work, but we'll get back into the home studio soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.